You're listening to Soundside. I'm Libby Denkman. Have you considered buying or selling a house lately? Probably not. Mortgage rates are the highest they've been in decades, and that has current homeowners stuck in their mortgages and hopeful buyers stuck on the sidelines. In a couple of minutes, we'll talk about the ripple effects for this for generational wealth and our concept of the American dream. But first, let's get to brass tacks of what's going on in this tough market with Mark Stiles. He covers real estate and a whole lot more as senior reporter at the Puget Sound Business Journal. Hi, Mark. Thanks for being back on the show. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So you've been taking a look at the real estate market and home sales in the Seattle area. What are you seeing? What's going on out there? Sales are plummeting, yet prices continue to creep up. They are not creeping up the way they were five years ago. I think that back then it was not uncommon to see year-over-year gains of like 10 15% or more in November, according to the latest Northwest Multiple Listing Service statistics, price appreciation has slowed. It's less than 3% in Pierce County, but it's nearly 9% in Kitsap with Snohomish and King in between that. That's so interesting. I think what's going on in Kitsap is that there is a certain level of new home construction So the reason sales are down is because inventory is so low. People are not selling their houses. But in Kitsap, builders are building homes. So the inventory is there. And that's where people are going to buy their next home or perhaps their first home. And then also there's another factor in that you can now access downtown Seattle from Kitsap County in like, I think, 20 or 30 minutes with the fast ferry. As you mentioned, local real estate was on a rocket ship for years. Values were just going up and up and up. Now things have slowed down a little bit, but we're still seeing prices rising. And that's really surprising to me, Mark, because these mortgage rates are putting homes out of reach for most people. There's not a lot of inventory because folks are stuck in their properties, as you said. Why would prices be going up if nobody can buy the dang homes? Well, people still are buying homes. It's harder to buy a home and prices are rising because inventory is shrinking because people are are really loath to put their homes on the market because they have, you know, let's say a 30-year fixed mortgage at three and a half percent And now that same mortgage rate is over 7%. So they're not going to give up a really good deal to go into a not so good deal. And that is why the supply of homes available for sale is constrained. And that is why prices are continuing to go up. Inflation has slowed down in recent months. The Fed has paused its rate hikes, and that has It doesn't directly impact mortgage rates, but through the Treasury notes and other factors, that does trickle down to the mortgage rates. And rates are now lower than they were in October. You talked to some housing experts about some projections for 2024. What do they see coming around the bend? Well, interest rates have gone down. They're still above 7%. But I think it was like a month ago, they were like nearly 8%. So they've dropped down and it does look like inflation, you know, knock on wood, fingers crossed, is slowing. 
but the experts are not anticipating they'll slow that much. The Windermere real estate economist, he foresees in 2024 that interest rates will, by the end of the year, so it's a whole another year away, will be down to around 6%. That's still really high relative to where it was when you know they were practically giving away mortgages. What would you tell a young person right now? Would you just tell them to wait and to, to rent for now? I mean, this is a really tough thing, I think, for younger millennials and, and Gen Zers to hear. Gosh, putting on my baby boomer hat. <laughs> would, would I tell a Gen Z person to hold off buying a house due to interest rates? I would tell the Gen Z person to research it on their own and see what they think. Talk to, to people they trust and then make that decision. But so, yeah, say somebody qualifies for a mortgage at 7%. That's terrible. But rates could drop and they could refi. And, you know, when that might happen is anybody's guess. You could wait and see if rates drop. Uh, well, housing prices continue to rise. So it's this balancing act, you know. And there could be, you know, a glut of demand once rates do drop that you'd then be competing with a lot more buyers. However, there's almost no inventory <laughs> or there's much there's a much depreciated number of houses on the market right now. So, uh, gosh, it just seems like such a thorny issue, Mark. I know you've been covering this for a long time and it's been you know, since the Great Recession that we've seen something like this? Well, one thing that I would tell people, I can I can definitely tell people this, young people this, make sure that this is the house you want. Make sure that the relationship you are in is going to be there and be solid and you're not going to end up splitting up because that's really going to mess things up. And I guess number three is, so you get a house, you get a pretty good deal, and you see something better. Don't do it. Stick with what you've got, unless that other deal is so spectacular that you just wouldn't want to pass it up. But don't, you know, realtors are going to hate me. Don't be looking to, to you know, buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell, because buying a house is is really expensive. We all have to have a place to live, and if you can be committed to that investment for, you know, a certain amount of time and talk to a real estate professional to figure out what that time would be. Buying a house is good. It's a good thing. I mean, it would take a terrible, terrible turn of the economy to make it a bad investment a la the Great Recession. I, I cited Matthew Gardner earlier. He's the economist at Windermere chief economist, and he is not seeing a housing bubble. So we'll, let's see what happens in the spring. Maybe a lot of people will put their homes up for sale. You know, it, it is, it, it's mind boggling to me. And I understand the unfairness of it all for, for younger people to see folks like, you know, my fellow boobers and I, um, who've really just rocked it. So, you know, maybe, some of us are going to be selling our homes, which will open up the door to to younger home buyers. So you're only going to be selling if you can 
pay cash for your next place, though. <laughs> I mean, right now in this climate, right? You're not going to be selling to get into 7% mortgages. Right, exactly. And that is the problem. I do have one bit, one statistic that is perhaps provides some optimism. There was a 7% increase in new listings across the country, not in the Puget Sound region, but nationwide. So listings are increasing. Let's leave it at that optimistic note. Mark Stiles with the Puget Sound Business Journal. Thank you very much for chatting. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Soundside. This show is only possible because listeners support us. If you're able to give right now, please check out the show notes for a link to donate. And don't forget, you can listen live on KUOW 94.9 FM Seattle at noon and 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday or anytime online at KUOW.org. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause. And rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.